This is The Odds Couple, presented by PropSwap.com, where America buys and sells sports bets. The Odds Couple, with Chicago radio legend Mike North and midday host Carmen DeFalco on ESPN 1000. And away we go, week 13 in the NFL, already underway. We'll talk about a lot of the big games. We'll talk Bears-Packers championship weekend in college football. Some interesting ones to look at, including maybe the best one out of them all tonight in Las Vegas in the Pac-12. And, uh, Mike, it is great, as always, to be with you and with Randy and all the listeners, and it's time to talk about another loaded weekend. The NFL slate this weekend is actually pretty enticing. It hasn't been the case the last few weeks. Yeah, first of all, good to talk to you, Carm. Good to see Randy again and uh, everybody out there. Last week, uh, we're 500. Uh, Carm, you had a great call with Carolina. I had one with Jacksonville. I tried to get a couple other plays in through the World, World Gambling Association. Uh, uh, Hans uh, Dekedovich is the guy from uh, uh, Zurich, Switzerland, uh, via our Topeka, Kansas office. I had, uh, in conversation with Carm and Luke Perconti, the under uh, 0.5 U.S. goals yes. or whatever. And, you know, then Carmen, I tried to get this one passed, too, said with the Jacksonville pick I had, I quote, I like it. I like it a lot. What else do you need? <laughs> I don't but know. He, gave, he denied us. He denied us on both. But we had a good. We had a good week, and we're going to have some fun. And uh, is the World Cup almost over? I mean, uh, I'm on the edge of my seat, waiting to see what Uruguay is going to do. Listen, uh, the the time difference. Normally, you dread. Not bad. These, it's but but I think it's actually helped because with the yes. games being during the day. It allows everybody to still watch basketball, football at night. I've been uh, I've been into the World Cup. But how can you have any kind of party, any kind of event without Irish and Italian representation? Well, that's very true. It's right? not easy. I, I don't. I go to a party where there's no Irish or Italian representation. It's no party. It's a nice party, but it could be better. It's just not the same. It's not the same. I, I am looking forward to tomorrow morning's game. Getting up early, not early. I mean, the game's at nine o'clock, but uh, it's a good way to start Saturday. You know, watch that game. Hopefully the U.S. advances. That rolls right into uh, the Big 12 championship game, which is uh, the first one tomorrow, which I think is going to be a pretty good game. We'll talk about TCU and K-State, so I am looking forward to that tomorrow. Absolutely. And then we got Bears and Packers. And you know what? Earlier in the week, it probably wasn't trending in a good direction for Justin Fields. It looks like it's maybe trending in a better direction, Mike. And I think the game... Uh, Look, without Justin Fields right now, the Bears are a tough watch. They just are. I think with Justin Fields, it makes it a little bit more exciting. Neither of these teams is particularly good right now, though, as uh, this is, and I I saw Kevin Fishbane from The Athletic tweet it, this is the latest into a season in which both the Bears and the Packers are under 500 since December of uh, 2000. So 22 years, we got a 4-8 team and a 3-9 team, and the Bears are catching three points. Yeah, and, you know, I just think that, look, Sooner or later, Fields is going to pull one out. Mm. And I think Green Bay is vulnerable. I don't care if Aaron Rodgers owned us in the past. Okay? All right? Think back uh, to your house that you bought 20 years ago. And, and, and you haven't made any changes. Okay? And anything that's happened to your house has been a negative and you haven't fixed it. That's the Green Bay Packers right now. If Justin Field can play, I think they can win this game. I, I like the spread. I know that it's too easy to take Green Bay. I've been burned, just like everybody else in the past, going with the uh, the Chicago Bears against the Pack. Not every time, but at times. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? I think we all have. But, I mean, 
I think it's time for him to pull one out. And if he can beat the Green Bay Packers, I don't care if Aaron Rodgers has a bunch of peewee leaguers playing with them. It's that G on the helmet, sure. and it's a big win. Yeah, no, I like the optimism. I think yep. the, the market, uh, what's happening That's in the market. That's all it is right now, Carm, but it's based on some things I've been looking at. I like it. And I'll tell you, with the when Fields got upgraded yesterday, I think – the market yep. agrees with you. This line was all the way out to five. I mean, the Bears started taking money, and it's back down to, to three right. um, with the with Justin Fields maybe now playing on Sunday. Hey, Sterling Sharp ain't walking through that door. No, he's not. There's a lot of guys. Clay Matthews isn't walking through that door. Aaron Rodgers is still very good. I think if Aaron Rodgers was to go somewhere different next year, he'd probably be somewhere between Stafford last year and Matt Ryan this year, which wouldn't be bad. Right. You know? Yeah, um, still good. Yeah, I still think he's good. I think the team is bad. I think they got one playmaker. They used to have three, four at certain times. And Justin Field is the common denominator. And by the way, I want to give Paul Howard from Vincent some credit. Uh, I It didn't affect me. I The dumb pick of the week for me, and he, I had a good week, was, was picking the Bears last week. But the quarterback situation an hour before game time mm, crazy. was not – clarified and we talked Carmen and I've been on this the last couple weeks and I didn't realize that I'm a dummy I would have bet I bet him either way whoever was quarterback and whether it's uh Simeon or Pit- uh, Peterman it didn't matter I thought they'd give a better representation they didn't because uh White looked like what oh, we want please. Justin Field to look like absolutely right passing the football he was incredible. I mean, he was the best. We was, want Justin Field to look like that. He was number one in EPA per play for the week. I mean, uh, yeah. he looked like, you know, we, we saw him do it in a game last year against Cincinnati. Uh, the Bears defense right now, we've discussed this. It's just they've got, they're playing with backups at every level. They yeah. got a lot of injuries. Uh, the Eddie Jackson thing's unfortunate. It's just, a, it's a woeful, dreadful defense right now, Mike. Yeah, There's no other is. way to put it. Yeah, it is. And you're terrified to. To even bet the game now. You yeah. don't know how it's going to go. But but Justin Fields gives him an, a chance. I mean, yep. he's had that type of year. He breaks you down, but he's going to get broken down if he keeps playing. Got to be careful. He got, well, and, and I don't think they've been completely careful. I know what it was good they said him, you know, but all of a sudden it's, everything's good, right? Yeah, I mean, now it seems like. Uh, it went away. And now it seems like. I've he's... had the same bad ankle for two years. <laughs> This guy has a, a separated shoulder. It's over worth the, it's, it's over. It's done in a week. I'm a, fine. A bad shoulder, and he's good in, uh, yeah, yeah, just like 10 days just off. Just like he's, boom, like the, that. Well, it's nice to be uh, 23 years old and in the prime of your life. I guess you're right you know? about that. That's yep. the thing. And, and if they take a page out of what the, the Eagles did to the Packers on the ground last week, Mike might be exactly right. Yep. Where they could, the Bears not only could stay in this game, maybe pull a late upset. Uh, Justin Fields definitely gives them the dynamic that they're going yep. to need on offense if he and does uh, if he does indeed play. Let's look at a couple other games. We got so much to work on uh, or work through this week because, like I said, the the card in the NFL is a little bit better than it's been. I like it. Yeah, and you know you were all over the Jags last week. I love Woo! that pick. Trevor, Trevor Lawrence, Lawrence he, thank Mike, you. he was fantastic. I mean, oh. in, in that fourth quarter, he was absolutely fantastic. Now they go on the road as a short one-point favorite in Detroit against the Lions, where the total is 51-and-a-half. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jayville's 4-7, and seven, but it has the best scoring differential, believe it or not, of any team in the AFC South at a plus 12. The Lions are also 4-7. and seven. They're a minus 35. We've talked all year how the Jacksonville Jaguars have probably played a little bit better than their record indicates. Now are they ready to go on the road and build off of what they did at home last week? Yeah, you know, I liked what they did last week. I watched that game. I finally won a close one. Uh, you know, I've been losing those of late. Cincinnati came through for me, too. 
Um, I like Jacksonville. I'd lean Jacksonville mm-hmm. here. Uh, Detroit, Quint, as I like to call him. The, Quint. Uh, that's right. Uh, the uh, captain uh, of, of at, and Jaws. I, I like him. I like Detroit. This is probably a stay away from me, but I'd slightly lean from what I was uh, figuring out Jacksonville. Yeah, and uh, the total's a little interesting to me. I mean, it's a lot of points, but... Boy, the way these two uh, offenses 51. have been going. Yeah, it's 51, 51 I was mixed on that, Carm. I got uh, some good reads and bad on that. Yeah. I'll just say this for everybody if you want to throw it. A lot of games. <laughs> yeah, a lot of games. You're probably right. I think you're exactly right yeah. about that. It's not going to make the best play by any stretch. No. Maybe um, a, a little bit uh, on the over for me, only because five of the Lions' six home games have gone north of where this total sits right now at about 51. Lions' home games this year have averaged nearly 61 points per game. Neither of these defenses is putting a lot of pressure on opposing quarterbacks, and both Goff and Lawrence, and most quarterbacks are going to be good, don't get me wrong, with clean pockets, but they've actually been really good. I mean, both have been uh, excellent this year with quarterback ratings yep. over 103 with clean pockets. So I, I might see two teams here that go up and down on Sunday. We'll see how that plays out. It's that basically should be a, fun a picket one. game. Yeah. When we come back, we're going to talk to our good buddy Luke Pergandy. We'll see what's hot at Prop Swap. we got more games to talk about, both college and pro. Mike and I have best plays a little bit later on as well. So stick around, folks. It's great to be with everybody talking sports gambling, and we'll be right back inside the Odds Couple. This is The Odds Couple with Carmen DeValco and Mike North on ESPN 1000. This is The Odds Couple with Carmen DeValco and Mike North on ESPN 1000. Cruising along inside The Odds Couple for week 13 in the NFL. Championship week in college. Let's talk about some of those games. Mike North, Carmen DeFalco with you each and every week here on ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app. We got a game tonight that you're going to be able to listen to right here on ESPN 1000, the Pac-12 championship game from Las Vegas, Mike, between Utah and USC. USC's lone defeat this season, of course, a 43-42 loss at Utah in October, so much on the line here for the Trojans, a win, and they will punch a ticket into the Final Four uh, into college football's playoff. Caleb Williams, now the Heisman favorite. He's been great. We're looking at potentially a third quarterback in the last six years to play for Lincoln Riley to win the Heisman Trophy. Mike, this offense is humming right now for USC. Yeah, and Utah beat them, but I guess, uh, you know, things happened. They shouldn't have won that game from what I understand. I look at the spread. I didn't think Lincoln Riley would be this effective right off the bat. Moving from Oklahoma over to uh, USC, I give them all the credit in the world. I was wrong about that. Uh, but Oklahoma's suffering now without him. Yeah. No doubt about that. So it shows your worth, uh, and, and he's been worth it all. Uh, I, I, I really sort of uh, have a play on this game. Oh, good. Uh, yeah, can, and I'm always leery of games like Friday nights and mm. Thursday mornings and Tuesday evenings and, you know, 11 o'clock on Saturday. Those are the dreadful ones. Yeah, the, the you, know, ones. you know, maybe, we'll, maybe yeah. we'll give everybody a little win here, a little taste. I love it. Yeah, we'll kick north in the you-know-what, <laughs> see what happens. But uh, I got I got a, ga- uh, a play on this. Good. We'll talk about that when yeah. we give out our best plays. Yep. We got Purdue, Michigan uh, in the Big Ten title Jimmy! game. How about uh, Jim Harbaugh and Michigan? Wow. Was that something, Mike, or what? 
My favorite story is when I hung out with them, we're having some drinks. Nice guy, but you never saw this coming. Incredible. And now he can write his own ticket, stay where you're at. You can make you be the greatest coach maybe down the line that Michigan ever had. Uh, I like what they did. It's very rare you see Ohio State, especially at the uh, horse. Especially shoe, the shoe. Manhandled. Yeah. Uh, and I don't care. I I, I do care that the kid's hurt. Uh, but Michigan lost a running back. Okay, yeah, Blake Corm's out for the year. Okay, but wasn't he hurt last week too? He was. He only had a couple of snaps. Uh, he and got what hurt happened in the after game, that? And Donovan Edwards came back and he and he put the game on ice. Yeah. You know, for Michigan with a couple of those long runs, obviously. You know, JJ McCarthy. We've been asking. Come on, JJ. Oh, played he better. was fantastic. He I mean, he did. He played great. That's it. He stepped up. Um, he shouldn't pay for a meal ever again at Ann Arbor. I know. Michigan is uh, the only thing that scares me here. If uh, to give out a particular side, and I really don't have. Too strong a feeling on this game. I, I think it's a well, lot of points. Of points. I think it's a lot of points. I do. There I think, and, and I don't think Michigan has to lay it on anybody at this point. Michigan really could lose this game and still make it. I think so. I don't think Michigan's going to go out there looking to necessarily lay it on anybody. And I will say, uh, the trend here around Purdue getting this many points. Ooh. You know, they they've been a sneaky good underdog. First of yeah. all, they're twenty two and eleven against the spread overall as a dog since twenty seventeen when Jeff Brom took over. When they get double-digit points under Jeff Brom, they're 7-0 and against the spread. They have covered every time, and they've also gone 7-6 and straight up versus ranked opponents since 2017. So, Randy, how did you I mean, term it earlier? They're not this, bad. They're, they're not, and, and Randy had a good term for Purdue. He said uh, you, 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 something to the effect of when they're – when they're an underdog, man, they're they're feisty. What are they? Seven dangerous. Anyway? Yeah, they're dangerous. Yeah. yeah, they're dangerous as an underdog. They really are. That's a lot of points. A lot yeah. of a lot of points to be given somebody to stay away from me. But uh, yeah, I mean, in Michigan, you got you're right. Are they gonna? They don't have be, to lay it on them. You know, they don't have to lay it on them. Uh, but. 17 points is too much it's for a me lot, to yeah. even gamble because I see a lot of plays on this card that are a lot more attractive than I, that. I think you can make the same case uh, in, in the Georgia-LSU game where Georgia doesn't necessarily have to lay it on LSU. Um, the real big story here is following the injury for, for Jaden Daniels. If uh, the LSU quarterback is anything less than you know healthy, I know guys this time of year are probably 100%, but he was in a walking boot earlier in the week. Now, yeah. um, it was downplayed very much by uh, everybody at LSU and by Brian Kelly, but here's another coach that has always done well uh, as a dog, and his team's catching, uh, like Purdue, a lot of points. 18, 18 and a half you're looking at here, the Tigers. Uh, it's a home game. I get it for Georgia for all intents and purposes, but the Tigers are 4-1 and one straight up and against the number as a dog this season. And this was a good spot for Brian Kelly when he was at Notre Dame, 22-15 and 15 under the Golden Dome when catching points. So LSU's yeah. been another team. They had a bad loss last week, obviously, against a but they've been another team that has uh, beat the market a lot so far this year. So one of my few losses last week is uh, Cincinnati. Mm. Okay? Mm -hmm. They lose to Tulane. I love Tulane. I went against Well, you them. had a hard time picking that game, too, Mike. You told us. I said it. it and what what happens? I got to get the commander on. Is he around? He's there. Yeah, Luke. They they Cincinnati on the way out after I lose with them. Wisconsin hires the guy, and it's a great hire. Luke Fickle, baby. I I think it's a great hire. I, I do too. I think Randy. What do you think? What do you Jim think, Randy? Leonard had his opportunity. Maybe it didn't work out, or he says he's going to stick around. What's the deal? So unlike Wisconsin to do yeah. that. Yeah. 
I mean, yeah. they, I, are you I've happy? Suffered. Yeah, I think it's the right. I think you got to because of the growing house. conference, and you got to get a name. Yeah, guy it's a clean house. They're they're behind in times and yeah. recruiting. Uh, mm-hmm. They're way behind there. The NIL, they're not they're not up to date on that. And right, listen, he's he's a good coach. He's I mean, a very Cincinnati's good coach. a really good program, and yes. Jim Wetter's never done it. And I'm not saying his tryout of seven games, whatever it was, you know, wasn't fair because they maybe they didn't have the talent, and Graham Mertz wasn't very good, but. His defense wasn't very good against a right. backup quarterback against Minnesota. I yeah. mean, they were they were throwing the ball over. So I'm happy with the hire. So good. today, in today's world of college football or college athletics, blue chips wouldn't even be a movie now. You can actually give a kid now. A you can give now. the kid money now. You can yeah, give him a tractor. Time. You can give him a tractor. Yeah. Remember, you know, I mean, seriously, you can give a kid a tractor or whatever, and uh, that's good. Nick Nolte's rant at the end of that. I love that movie. I love the end that. Of that movie. Oh, wow, he's hair general there. It's, that's right. It's so good. That's who he played. Yeah, hundred percent. How about K State TCU? Uh, oh. Boy, we've talked so much about TCU. Mike and I. And uh, K State because of my affiliation. Mike and I always like K State as yeah. an underdog. I was on K State as an underdog catching four in the first meeting of the year. Mm-hmm. They were up eighteen and failed to cover because they were down yeah, to I a third straight. And Mike that was did. Brutal. I know. So this game, uh, much like Georgia, basically playing at home. Same for TCU. Uh, just you know what, twenty minutes or so from campus at AT and T Stadium. Pretty much a home game for TCU. Again, a win. Uh, and they solidify things. Uh, these two teams, Mike, have been fascinating all year to me. They've been two of the most profitable teams in college football. TCU is 9-2-1 against the number. K-State is 8-3-1 against the spread. They are first and second in the country in against the spread differential. So you talk about beating the market. That's what they have done over and over and over again. I don't know. I can't. I don't want to fade TCU at this point because I've been on the wrong side of them. I feel like K-State, everybody's been on the wrong side at least once. I know, and I feel like with Deuce Vaughn and the way Will Howard has played, I feel like K State again is the side catching. You know, two and a half, maybe out to three I points. Do, but do, I just can't Carb. fade TCU. No TCU. But when does the engine stop? When does when does the the, the guy shoveling the coal into the steam engine? You know, just stop and sit down. Great question. It's, you know what I mean? When when does the fortune that bounces stop going their way? If it's going to happen, it's going to happen this week. I'd lean Kansas State. Yeah, I think I would too. It's just I, I'm, I'm the, having a hard the, time the making the bet. Suggested. Yeah, I know, I know. They, it does. It totally does. Sorry. Yeah. It's easy for me. Um, if it's couch change to go out, take T T C U. Go. Go out, take ten grand out, and, t- and take TCU oh against God. Kansas State. Oh You're not God. doing it. Not doing it. I don't um, think so. Back to the NFL. Uh, one of the you know we've talked about some of these good games, interesting matchups this week in the NFL. One of the other marquee games, maybe the best one in the late afternoon window. That late afternoon window is going to be jam packed. Uh, but Chiefs and Bengals, Cincinnati at home as a two point underdog. Total in the game is fifty three. Of course, a rematch of last year's AFC title game. Since his defense totally confused Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs in the second half. And remember, the Bengals rallied from a two-touchdown deficit to beat the Chiefs in Week 17 last year. So they've gotten the better of Mahomes and Andy Reid and the Chiefs twice. The Mahomes-Burrow matchup, you gotta love it. It's sexy. Jamar Chase trending towards a return. That makes the game even better. And uh, the stat that I'll give everybody about Mahomes this time of year. I love stats. 32-4, and four, Mike, straight up in yeah. November and December. Are you kidding me? And that's why maybe they're favored. By, a, yeah, by, by, by a two point points, yeah. Two, two, yeah, one and a half, two. 
folks, this is where, where we, the, 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 I guess the wedge comes into to play when you're making picks. Carmen just read everything positive about Cincinnati. Mm. And then he, at the end, said, well, you know, Mahomes does this. He's 32-4. and four. Yeah, and then you see the spread, <laughs> right. and you see why they are favored instead of Cincinnati. Uh, I would lean the Kansas City Chiefs, I, I mean, uh, Patrick Mahomes. is, And I love Joe Burrow. Don't get me oh wrong. Oh, my God. I do, too, Mike. I oh love the guy. God. He's a competitor. He's, he's awesome. unafraid. He stays in there. He's got a chip on his shoulder. He's been undervalued. Uh, I look at it. Uh, you know, I, it's it's hard enough for me to watch Urban Meyer do shows on TV. <laughs> uh, why he's asked, I don't even know. Agreed. Such a tragic figure it's in college football Agreed. and all his Buddies give them jobs, and nobody wants to even look at the rat. But that's beside the point. Uh, he told Joe Burrow to, to go pack. That's how stupid uh, he is. And LSU is happy he did. That's yeah, damn I mean, sure. a complete lame brain, uh, uh, the way he handled things at Jacksonville. Don't get me out. I got to w- sit through games. With that idiot at halftime. It's amazing, isn't it? Right right back on TV, making a lot of money. It's such a joke, but I will tell you, I like Kansas City. I love it. Hey, by the way, speaking of guys that aren't jokes, I want to give Jeff Agris a kudos from the Sun-Times, a great article on Ron Gleason, my Mm. former boss. Class act, was the right guy at the right time. Just a beautiful guy. If, if you know Ron from BBM now, you you got to love him. And I just want to uh, give kudos to Ron on his retirement. Good man, Ron. Uh, yeah. I, don't, I can't pretend like I know Ron all that well. Right. But I've uh, been, been around him and met him a few times. And when I was just getting started, I actually yep. sat down. And Ron was kind enough to give me uh, an interview, Mike. Of course you, he was. And I, uh, I, I never got the job over there. But still, I mean, I, and I've you know bumped into Ron a time or two over the years. And so you're absolutely right. And it was a nice job by Jeff. Good, yeah, good work absolutely. by Jeff. Uh, good job, Jeff. All right, when we come back, we're going to uh, talk to Jim Miller. We'll get ponies for the weekend, and then we're going to give you our best plays. Don't go anywhere. Still more to do, folks. It's Carmen and Mike. We're the Odds Couple, presented by PropSwap. This is the Odds Couple on ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. This is the Odds Couple with Carmen DeFalco and Mike North on ESPN 1000. Inside the Odds Couple, Mike North, Carmen DeFalco. Every week you can catch us on the great ESPN Chicago app. Most Friday nights, sometimes, you know, like tonight where we've got the Pac-12 championship game. They can't move the game. I mean, I told them, Mike, we try, we asked. They don't listen to us. But of course you'll get the encore replay Saturday morning (laughs) from 8 to 9. And every week we have the pleasure of talking to... uh, one of our great uh, partners, our title sponsor, and the great yep. folks over at PropSwap, which is just a beautiful thing, folks. I mean, I've been telling you, we we all I paid out everybody this week, Mike, uh, oh, from our World sweet. Series ticket. We bet the Phillies oh. when they when they got there. We posted the ticket on PropSwap. Somebody bought it for two thousand dollars. We whacked it up amongst us. It's a beautiful thing. That's why we love PropSwap so much. And uh, we talk to Luke Pergandy every week. <laughs> Luke, oh, 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 we're going to twelve. Hey guys, what's yeah, up, buddy? A, what's up, Luke? I, I have some friends in Vegas. I'll try to get the game uh, moved tonight. Yeah, what's the matter? <laughs> Tell them to move the game for Kyle. You've got some clout out yeah. there. You know? Well, the yeah. podcast will be up by – it's going to be up. Everybody's going to lose. Yeah, of course. Luke, you're, right. you're, you're always on the move. Are you going to any, uh, any games this weekend, any championship game, or are you staying put and watching games this weekend? No, just staying put. I mean, I, call me soft, but outdoor football games in December are yeah, good. Are, yeah. They're tough. And, you know, yeah. plus you miss you miss all the other games while you're there for, you know, especially Soldier Field where it's 
not in a, an efficient place to get in and out of. Mm-hmm. It takes you like an hour and a half to get there. And then on the way out of there, it's another hour and a half. I just missed so much football by, by attending these games. But obviously, big game coming up. We'll see if, if fields can go. Um, but yeah, cold, cold football games outside are, are kind of tough. I, I went to every bear game. Win. I went to every bear game in 1969, mm. uh, and uh, the average temperature had to be 10 degrees, and they went one in 13. <laughs> I was that's, a sophomore that, in high school. That's some kind of commitment, Mike. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Well, that's forget incredible. about it. I'm damaged for life from that, but that's beside the point. With it's championship, crazy. with championship weekend upon us in college, uh, Luke. I know. I mean, I'd like to. I see Georgia tickets. I see Clemson tickets. That's going to be a. Mm-hmm. You're looking at a rough one right now, obviously, but they're in a championship game. Um, the, you know, the, there's there's all kinds of stuff here where it's whether to win the conference championship or to get to the playoff and then win uh, the whole damn thing. Lots of tickets seem to be available uh, just from the, I'm looking on the app right now, just at the time of year, it seems like the college football tickets are really hot. Yep. Uh, yeah. So we got TCU tickets at the best price in the country. Uh, we've got USC tickets at yeah. the best price in the country. Um, yeah. I mean, even Georgia, you know, um, who's I would bet my firstborn child that I don't have yet that Georgia's going to win this thing. I just feel like they are just a, a bulldozer this year. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm tickets on on every on every team. So uh, TCU sixteen to one. Books are at twelve to one. We got Michigan at plus three twenty five. They're three to one mm. at books, and then Georgia uh, minus one forty five. They're minus one sixty. So every team that you have a hunch on, we have a ticket for you. There you go. You know what's going to be great? I know we're looking down the line here, but Prop Swap is really going to even do better. It's like found money with the 12-team playoff. You know what I yeah, mean? I mean, call. how much fun is that going to be? Yeah. No, we're we're super excited. It's um, it's way overdue. Like at college basketball, yep. figured this out you know forever ago. Um, why why wouldn't you just you know allow for more teams to get in? Um, it's way better for sports betting. And we, we see this, like people just don't want to tie up their money for, you know, six months on, on college football futures when there's only four teams that can get in. And most right. likely it's going to be, you know, the Georgia Clemson's Alabama's for the most part every year. This year's an exception. We're very happy that hopefully TCU and uh, USC can get in at moderate underdogs. TCU obviously way bigger dog than USC was. Um, but I agree with you, Mike. It's, it just opens up. It, it gives an underdog a much better chance to win it all with that larger bracket than does a four team. Um, so yeah, we're obviously we're two years away from it happening, yep. but it'll be great for sports betting. Are you going to watch the U.S. game in the morning? Watch the U.S. game in the morning. Um, yeah, I mean they got a shot. The I've looked up the odds for that one. Obviously, we play the Netherlands. Um, I think yeah, we got a shot. At the I thing. think they do have a shot. We, we got there. a shot. They're not a huge underdog, right? No. They would be. USA. Uh, plus, plus 196. They plus make 196. wooden shoes. Oh, Where God. are they going? Yeah. They make wooden shoes right, and right. they have mills. <laughs> they make they have the spinning mills. Big deal. <laughs> they got a shot against the Netherlands. Yeah. Now, if they win that game and Argentina wins its game, that would be tough next week. But uh, they'll be a bigger underdog there. But, yeah, I mean, maybe a little bit of a live dog tomorrow. You never know, right? Yeah. Yeah, plus one one ninety six isn't crazy. We got a uh, we got a huge Morocco ticket. Someone is mm. betting like ninety thousand dollars on Morocco. They need to beat Spain wow. on oh. Tuesday. They just need to go to the quarterfinals. Um, so this is a monster ticket. We just got kind of posted this morning. We'll see if we can move it by 
by Tuesday. But yeah, I mean, Spain's minus four thirty to beat Morocco on Tuesday. But yeah. if, if Morocco can pull it off, it's a, a million dollar payout. I love crazy. the ball that went over the line in the Japan game, and then and then they called a goal because they see that part of it was like it's like the baseball rule oh, yeah. when the ball goes over third base it's automatically. While well, piece of the ball made it a fair ball, even though it went to the foul territory. Oh yeah, what a stupid rule! Don't even have a line then. <laughs> What it. a stupid rule that is. Uh, I love right? it. Did you I, see that one, Luke? I didn't see that. Oh, yeah. No. They got the Japanese guy. They, Japan got in, kicks the ball in after it went out of bounds, but they said a piece of the ball was horizontal with the line mm. when he kicked it in from the side. And so that's no yeah. goal. Is that no what it goal. is? Right. It, well, no, they counted it. Oh, it is. Okay. Even with replay. Oh, all right. Well, I guess yeah. the whole ball has to be over. Is that why? That's got to be why. The whole ball has to be the over. The whole ball's got to be yeah. it, for it to be out. It to right, be to, be out, to be over Crazy. the line. Yeah. All right, Luke, enjoy the weekend. We've got some uh, great NFL games, World Cup uh, tomorrow, Go USA, and all the college stuff. So enjoy it. Lots to watch. We'll talk to you next Friday, buddy. Thanks, guys. Bye, Karen. Bye, Mike. See you, Luke. Luke. I'm the only guy to watch a Japan game. <laughs> we, I didn't see that. We were, we saw the end. How about Japan? What a great story they are advancing, beating Germany and Spain. Apparently, too. it wasn't the uh, endeavor that I thought it was. But, you know, out. I love I, it. Uh, but but the USA, anything can happen. Look at the look at the upsets. Sure. I mean Tunisia. I mean the last time uh, you know I, I heard uh, the country of Tunisia was in Casablanca, I, the movie. Yeah. I mean, I mean, all of a sudden these little teams. You know, you talk about the haves and have-nots. They're sort of like that in soccer, and they're winning some of these games. I think they can. Uh, I think they can totally. I sound hang. like I know what I'm well, talking about. Well, but it's good, and I, I have it. no idea. Oh, no, you got it. Somebody saw. Somebody put uh, Brian Daybold on Twitter jumping around, and and basically it's a that's every American that hasn't watched that's soccer. It. Exactly. Years. That's all it is. <laughs> I love it. Every four years. Uh, back to the NFL. We got one of the great matchups in the late afternoon window here. Yeah. How about the Dolphins and the 49ers from San Francisco, Ooh. Mike? And you talk about two coaching staffs that know each other extremely well. Mike McDaniel, in three different stops, has been a coach with and under Kyle Shanahan. So I think this is a fascinating matchup. Miami's riding a five-game winning streak. I'm going to tell you something, though. They're averaging 30.2 points per game during that five-game winning streak. But there's always a but, right, Mike? Yeah. But I'm going to give you the defensive DVO rankings of those five opponents starting with last week's game against the Texans. 27th, 29th, 31st. That was the Bear game. Our beloved Bears not good on defense, as we've talked about. 24th. And 14th, only one team in the top half of the league. And the team that was ranked 14th was the Pittsburgh game about six weeks ago. And while the Dolphins won that game, they scored only 16 points. They're going up against a monster defense this weekend. I, I'm i a Jimmy G guy. I think that Frisco's so fortunate it turned out this way. Oh. Uh, I think that they are going to beat Miami. I, I love the fact... I guess people got buried because they had Miami at 30 and a half or something last week. Well, yeah, the t- the team total. The team total. Yes, that, Mike. It, it was 30 it in was the first half. It was 30 and a half, I guess, right? Wow, and was, yeah, yes, and it ended yes. up at 30 in the first half? Yes. Oh, my God. Yes. Can you imagine? And they scored zero points in the second half. And Tua was on the bench by, like, the oh. eight-minute mark. They were like, forget this. They were looking ahead of this weekend. I you know? mean, I look at I look at Jimmy G, and, you know, I keep hearing, well, he might have a Jimmy G game. You know what? Aaron Rodgers has those every year. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? All of a sudden now, if you have a bad game in the playoffs, even though you got your team to the playoffs, okay, you're, like, shunned. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's going to happen. It happened to Brett Favre. 
I seen it happen. It happened to McMahon. It, it happened to everybody. Yep. Well, this he th- gets a bad rap. This game for me, if if this game were somehow to get to, he's a good kid, that Jimmy G. <laughs> if this gets down to a field goal, I think I'm on the Niners. I can't get over the field goal. I just can't. This thing open. Jimmy G. I, I know, and Rug I it. ready to go, dreamy. Come on. He has all those things. You're right, Mike. I can't, I can't argue. I'm telling you, if the, if if this gets down to three, He's this, is gonna be, this is going to be. This is going to be. This is going to be. Banderas a, isn't as good looking as him. Ooh, Come Bandera, on. Banderas played him once too. Imagine. I know that. I saw the movie. Uh, yeah, he did. 2001. Jimmy G's The Mask of Zorro. He's as handsome as all of them. Oh, yeah, Jimmy G. Tarzan Zorro. I mean, Flash Gordon, if he wants to go with the dark hair. Um, Come on. This thing opened at about four. It's down to three and a half. So the money's actually coming in on the Miami side. But if it gets to three, I think it's going to be a play for me on San Francisco um, at a field goal. We'll see. But I think it's a fascinating storyline just having both those coaches back together. And I know uh, I thought Todd Furman made a great point and gave it out on our show as one of his best bets. And I think it's very... Uh, I, I like the handicap in it. He's playing under the 46 and a half, and I think it's a good play. A lot of times when you sure. see all this familiarity where they, good. these coaches know each other so well, Mike, right? Yeah. Like they'll be able to devise pretty good game plans. No, for Todd, Todd's on, on yeah. that one. And he I likes like the that. under on that one. So I like that uh, because, uh, you know, you're right. You're expecting because of what happened last week, but it's a whole different ball game. Yep, totally. Yep. We're going to give you our best plays in a little bit, and Jim Miller's got ponies coming up next, so don't go anywhere. We still got uh, – We got more to do, everybody. It is Carmen and Mike, and we will be right back. This is The Odds Couple with Carmen DeValco and Mike North on ESPN 1000. You're listening to The Odds Couple with Mike North and Carmen DeValco on Chicago's home for sports, ESPN 1000. Entering the home stretch on the odds couple, Mike and Carmen with you each and every week. We are there used to be my bedroom music right here. This is it. I like it. Yeah, so you come walking in. Uh, every week we get to uh, talk to the expert handicapper from Hawthorne Racecourse, where there is racing all weekend long, and all he's done forever and ever is give out winners. Yep. So hopefully. You're uh, doing well with it on your Club Hawthorne mobile wagering app like we are. Yep. And let's bring him in. Uh, he's at Hawthorne Jim on Twitter, the one and only Jim Miller. Jimmy! Boys, two winners again last week, so that was a beautiful thing. I'll tell you, it's one of those things where we're going into our 22nd consecutive month of live racing here at Hawthorne. So there's been no breaks between thoroughbred racing and harness racing. January, will for me, will be a welcome break. But I'll tell you, the month of December, we're rolling. We have first nice. post now at 12.55 p.m., so we're going to be very busy. How about weather-wise? Uh, you know, we're going to get a little bit of a warm-up yep. today, but we're getting into that time of year. Look, there's going to be cold days. It was very cold earlier this week. How does it affect the track, and how does it affect racing? You know what? For the horses, they actually relish the cold. For the racetrack and that, we have a very hardy group of riders. So that's one thing. When they're here, they want that opportunity to make money. So to cancel here in the Chicagoland area is very tough to do. The one thing it does when you're handicapping Hawthorne, colder weather leads to a little bit more of a front-running track, and it's only because you can't put water down on the racetrack. So that dirt kicking back from the leaders into the faces of horses behind you, figure if you're a person running and you have dirt kicked in your face, you're not really going to want to move forward. You're just going to want to get out of the way, and that happens with horses too. So definitely becomes a more speed-favoring track in the month of December. You know, forget about the thoroughbreds for a minute. Those, those, you know, the the other the harness racing, yep. uh, those buggies. 
How much maintenance on those suckers, mm. especially in the cold weather situations? I mean, I'm watching Stagecoach the other night. I know it was mm-hmm. set in the 1850s or what have you. But, you know, they, they're driving hard on the Stagecoach and, you know, breaks a wheel. You know what I mean? So what's like, what is that? Do those things, are, are they durable, Jimmy? Well, here's the thing. They're so aerodynamic. They're aluminum frames, so they're very okay. light. But the one thing that you have to think about, these tires are pumped so full of air that you want to make sure that you basically have them to a maximum capacity on the verge of almost popping the tire. And you do get flat tires during harness racing, too. But, guys, as you know, in the wintertime, when it's colder out, your tires don't hold the air as well as they do when it's warm out. So these guys, oftentimes, you'll see, and you see it a lot more in the wintertime, all of a sudden, there's a flat tire in a race, and yeah. that just stops the horse's momentum. So it definitely can't affect story the of my life. Right. Story of my life. I'm <laughs> winning a race. Tire. I'm right. And I pop a tire. Pop Give a me a tire. break. Go figure. <laughs> um, all right, Jimmy. Where are we wagering this weekend? Home cooking, guys. We're okay. having so much luck here at Hawthorne. Let's stay at home. So we'll bet all three of these across the board on Saturday. They're all speed type of horses. So race two, bet the six rank and file across the board. Mm. Race six, our stakes race, bet the nine mom's town across the board. And then race eight, bet the three imperial moment across the board and build your bankroll for what is an awesome NFL Sunday. All right, everybody. So uh, three races Saturday at Hawthorne. Make sure you get on that Club Hawthorne mobile wagering app. Race two, the six horse across the board. Race six is the stakes race. We're betting the nine across the board. And then race eight, the three horse across the board. Is that right, Jim? That's right, boys. Have right, a good weekend and you let's too. make some money. You too, buddy. There's okay. Jim Miller, everybody. Jim Every single week. Love it. All right, Mikey, let's uh, roll into best plays. Some of the games that we've identified here as uh, maybe being a good wagering opportunity for all the listeners. Well, you know what? I'd like to see it at three, and I know we're uh, going to be doing the uh, bonus pick today for people that are listening early on the podcast. We get them up nice and early. Randy does a great job. I'll be on at 148. I was going to save this one, but I'm going to go with uh, Utah. Utah. Yeah, I, I would like to see it at three, but I'm going to take it at two and a half. Okay. I think there's a there's plenty of love for USC, and deservedly so. Uh, you know, the conference championships can end up biting you in the butt. A, a loss by USC, they're out of it. They're, they're out of the out. playoffs. Yep. And that's why I think they're going to ban, or eventually when they go to the 12 teams or whatever, I think conferences will become somewhat irrelevant. But mm-hmm. I'm going to go with Utah plus the points tonight. Utah plus the points tonight. It is tonight, right. right? It is, that game is tonight. That game is going to be right here. It's going to be on the radio Oh, yeah, they're tonight. bumping us. Like that's they, why like we're getting they, bumped. Like, yeah. Well, I might as well show them some love. I love it. Yeah. Uh, all right, couple. Uh, I'm going to give you two games in the NFL this week, a couple of road dogs. We're going to start with the Jets at the Vikings. Vikings have extra time to prepare here, which is always a nice little advantage. And, yes, they are 5-1 and one straight up at home. But uh, I'll tell you what, a couple things that really stand out to me in this game. I don't expect Mike White, Mike White to look quite like he did against the Bears. But the Vikings' defense uh, isn't Ooh, anything to really write home horrible. about. It's been bad. Um Christian Derrissaw, the left tackle for the Minnesota Vikings, is entered elite, I think, you know, status in the NFL here already in his young career. He is in concussion protocol and has not practiced this week. I think it'd be a huge loss for the Vikings, and he's not trending in a good direction. It'd be a huge loss against that that Jets front four. And then the other fascinating thing here is the Sauce Gardner-Justin Jefferson matchup. Uh, I will say Kevin O'Connell's been very good at moving Sauce around and, and getting him free releases by putting him in a lot of bunch formations, but I look for this matchup to be the key decider in the game. And Sauce right now, even though he's a rookie, is PFF's number one graded cover cornerback. And when Justin Jefferson doesn't get to 100 yards, 
they usually don't win the game. And so I'm going to say Jets plus the three this weekend in Minnesota. This is for Hans. I like it. For Hans. I like it a lot. I like it. <laughs> okay? That's Hans, a great are you listening? Pick. Yeah. Enough. In Zurich. It's okay. So <laughs> That's right. Vieta Pita. Mike likes it, too. I love it. I love it. So, anyway, Tulane versus UCF, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> I love my Tulane. I love everything about them. Balanced football team. Well-coached. Minus the three and a half. Very good. Uh, I'm going to go with Tulane, and then I got one more. Very good. Card. What a story Tulane's been this year. Very good. Yeah. The um, green wave, baby. I'll give the last one out here, too. I sometimes don't like giving these best plays when, uh, unfortunately, it's not at the best time of the market. You could have had when it opened Tennessee plus five and a half. I'm still going to give it out at four and a half. They're on the road. Like I said, I'm giving out two road dogs in the NFL this week. And a boy. Um, I'm going to give out the Titans. Vrabel, uh, he failed to cover for us, uh, those of us that had it last week as a short home dog. Uh, you don't expect his teams to make boneheaded penalties at the end, but they did against uh, the Bengals. But he's still 16-6 and six against the number when he's getting anything more than a field goal. It's very impressive. His teams are normally buttoned up, and after that snafu last week, uh, I just think they'll come out and play well. There's still a lot on the line for them, and uh, I think they'll go in and hang with the Eagles, and maybe that's a field goal game. So at 4.5, I'm going to back the Titans this week. That's a great pick, too. But I had my last pick. I th- this is it. This is the end of the line for the Green Bay Packers. All right. I'm taking the Chicago Mike, Bears. I love it. They may win outright. I don't want to give a score. I don't want to push it in people's faces. Beautiful. All right. Period. End of story. Chicago Bears. Now, without further ado, right, Carm? The time we always wait for. Well, I'm hyperventilating. The commander himself. What about Randy? All right, boys. I'm going to go with Purdue. That's Purdue, my only one. All right. That's like Purdue Just, that's plus it. 16 and a half. And we talked about that game. Yeah. And we talked about Brahms, uh, I mean, 7-0 and against the number when getting it's this a lot many of wood. points. Yeah, it's a lot of wood. Absolutely. So that's it, Randy. Just Purdue. That's it. Beautiful. Go that's right, it. Ranch. All right, everybody. Uh, we wish you a happy wagering weekend. Enjoy everything that this weekend has to offer. The U.S. game, all the football. I love Mike's enthusiasm on the Bears. <laughs> They, I mean, is that what it is? They, they've lost seven in a row against the Packers. It's time what for the a hell freaking, am I going to do it? Grade it out. It's time for a win. I love it. Come on. I love it. And with Fields potentially playing now, <laughs> yep. it, it makes it a little bit more exciting, Well, I'm not obviously. picking him without him. Let there me just go. preface that. Go ahead. That's if fine. He, if he doesn't play, Change that forget pick. it. That's it. right. Yeah, he's, he makes a big difference. Yeah, you game, think? No yeah. Um, so we thank Jim Miller. We thank Lou Pergandy, Randy Merkin. Job well done as always. And uh, everybody have a great weekend. And Mike and I will see you again uh, next Friday night. So long, everybody. This is The Odds Couple on ESPN 1000.